Welcome back to Movie Reel. I'm Samantha Tomlinson. And I'm Kevin Tracy. Welcome back to Marvel Month. We're still in a uh, phase one right now. Um, we're continuing and, on with that we're... with the <laughs> Yeah, we're just jumping right into the next one with Thor, which <laughs> came out in 2011. We're we're just skipping the Incredible Hulk. Does that even I remember I was watching rewatching everything before Endgame. And I was like texting people. I'm like, do I need to watch Hulk? Like, other than the scene of, um, other than the scene of Tony Stark in like, was it the end credits? Like, it doesn't seem to have much tie to anything else. The only major connection is the general in that, like, uh, General Ross is the guy in, like, uh, a Civil War who's like keeps pushing the sokovia court he's playing the same character but he's like director ross now i believe it's the same character and it's the same actor and i it took me a while to fully realize that because i haven't seen the incredible hulk in forever same with anyone everyone else no no one really talks <laughs> about that movie and and i don't think it's just because it was edward norton playing bruce banner instead of a, a mark ruffalo um I don't know. It just feels like the the Hulk movies kind of get a bad rap. I mean, the the Ang Lee one in like 2003, I can understand that one was kind of kind of weird. But the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton, which was technically a part of Phase One, not that bad. It's it's kind of generic and by the numbers, even by Marvel yeah. standards, but it was still pretty good. And it was also <laughs> yeah. one of like the f- few ones where like the bad guy just doesn't immediately die at the end of the movie. Which, which seems I mean, to be a common trend yeah. for most of the Marvel movies. I was thinking about that for this movie. I'm like, Loki doesn't die. And then I'm like, oh yeah, he. we think he's dead. We th- At the end of every single one of these movies, I think except Ragnarok, we think he's dead. Yeah, pretty much. He and he he, he has a habit of, in two of just them. doing that. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So, let's get into <laughs> what's the movie that you're always comparing this to? <laughs> and you're correct. Uh, yeah, this movie. It, if you haven't seen this movie in a while, and you you kind of don't really want to watch like you know like a Marvel action movie, just put on Cars instead with Owen Wilson. And it is pretty much like dot for dot the exact same movie, like plot point wise. Even like the antagonist is is very similar. He's just like so. So, so let me kind of like break this down for you, if you you guys kind of don't really know what I'm talking about. The main premise of the movie, and this can apply to either one, is a egotistical jerk who is so full of himself thinks he is god's gift to to the world and in one case it kind of is because he's the son of a god um Ah, thinks that they can do no wrong and tries to prove themselves to the point where only bad things can happen and uh eventually it does they get stuck in the middle of some podunk out in the middle of nowhere desert-like town in rural United States, they have to come to grips that they are not the center of the universe, that not everything revolves around them, and they have to 
learn humility through the people there. They then fall in love with a woman in that town, and then they have to use their newfound morality and compassion to win the day against their green antagonistic uh, friend, uh, frenemy or whatever. But yeah, they are the exact same movie. <laughs> I... <laughs> I just remembered you first said that, and I was like, "You're you're not wrong. <laughs> That's a really good comparison." They are. I, I remember hearing. I yeah, I remember hearing that like comparison a long time ago, like uh, uh, when Thor was like maybe like a couple years old. Um, it's it it, it kind of blows my mind that this movie is ten years old. This this came out. Oh yeah, I know. Um. I don't even remember if I saw this in theaters. I don't think I did. I, I think I missed this and Thor 2 in theaters. And I just, I, I got lucky and saw this like on like TV before I saw Avengers. Like I, I had a general idea of like, like Thor, like a little bit through like my, like my dad, my grandpa and like the comics that they had. Um, mm-hmm. But I didn't really know like, you know, like, Heimdall and and the war with the frost giants like what my my introduction was like him fighting like um these like rock monster aliens like like Korg like yeah. that, that like like he was fighting a bunch of those like on earth and apparently like that's a very like famous story for for Thor um but yeah i i didn't really know much about the just general like Norse mythology, so I didn't really know a lot of these like key uh, characters. So I was kind of lost, but at the same time very much intrigued by what was going on. Because like, oh, this sounds believable. Oh yeah, that's actually just a part of like Norse mythology. It's like, oh okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I um, I th- believe this was like the first MCU movie I saw. Uh, I think it was the year, it was like the summer before, but it was like the year that Avengers was coming out. And I, this was, I remember I, this and Iron Man 2 were on Netflix. And at the time I'm like, I really wanted to watch, I used to remember I really wanted to watch Iron Man, but I had no way to watch it. And so I was going to watch Iron Man 2. She's like, my sister's like, no, please, please, just begging me not to. Um, but this was, yeah, I think Smart. the very one of the very first ones I saw, and it's kind of just funny. I, it's been a couple years since I've seen Dark World, and I, I, I might have said this last time. I just remember when Ragnarok came out, everybody was saying it's so great, it's the best one, like and just like bringing it up, and then everyone was just been shitting on Dark World since it came out. And then when I finally got around to watching both of them, I actually am like, I get why people prefer Ragnarok, but I actually kind of like Dark World better. And this movie, I think, is... I mean, I definitely like... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I definitely like Dark World over this one. This one, I feel like, is kind of the weaker of the three. That's what... Yeah, and that's what I was thinking while watching it. I'm like, it's not... It's definitely not bad. I think it's it is pretty solid. I just think it is out of all of them the it is the weakest one. It's there's a lot of really great things about it, but I realized I think this movie kind of falls victim to the problem of 
as a as the audience, there aren't really there's no twist. We know from pretty early on Loki is going to be the bad guy. So we're just watching everything yeah. unfold and we're not seeing the scenes or the moments where the characters are piecing it together. So like later um so Loki visits Thor and says, you know, Odin's dead and like it's all your fault and Later, when his friends show up, yeah, and, and yeah. which is like a total lie, yeah. And his friends show up later, and he's like, "I can't go back because my dad died, and I have to stay in exile." And they're like, "What? No, your dad's alive." And then in like a like a minute, a few minutes later, he's like, "Okay, you guys do this, and I'll stop Loki." And I'm like, "So, I mean, I get that. Yes, it does make sense that you would come to the conclusion that it's Loki, but I didn't. That it just seems like a weird, not an illogical jump. Just why couldn't we see that moment?" But it's like I said, it's one of those, it's that situation of the audience sees the whole thing unraveling. So we're not, we're yeah. not, we're not uh, figuring things out at the same time the characters are. So they're just not showing that moment. And I was like, there were a, a couple of those. And it wasn't, again, it wasn't unbelievable. It wasn't illogical. It was just like, I, I just felt like something was missing to make it stronger. And and it's it's also kind of, odd that they didn't make the jump to like jump to the conclusion that like Loki's up to something, especially when we've had like like ten years worth of movies where like Thor's talking about like all these interactions that he's had with Loki with like other like characters. And I remember at one point in Ragnarok he's like talking to like Valkyrie and uh uh, uh Bruce Banner and saying that like, oh yeah, like I remember he, he turned into a snake because uh, he knew I really liked snakes, so I went and picked up to admire the snake, and then he turned back and into himself to scare me, and then he stabbed me. We were eight at the time. It's like, how do you not suspect someone to to <laughs> to do something like this when they stabbed you as you were a child? And also, but Loki. And then there were like yeah. other instances. Loki in like, the yeah. very beginning is like he. I mean, and that's yeah. Shifty. I mean, also just in the very first few scenes, it comes up. He's definitely shifty, but it comes off very like. He's very docile, and he's the, uh, he's the grounded one, and Thor is like the arrogant one, and obviously, oh, he, he, the, he yeah. yeah, Loki's definitely the brains, and 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 Thor's definitely the, the second. Brain. Like he's implying, he's saying like, I, I don't, I think you're right. I think we should go to the Frost Giants because who says they're gonna come back? And it's like, and after seeing the movie, it's like, oh, he's just. I mean, even maybe there, like it's just he's just planting the seed of getting him to get in trouble yeah oh oh Uh, yeah um but but it was also kind of cool seeing like some of the uh various like plop plot uh devices that would uh make much more of a greater impact like the uh the bifrost and like heimdall like heimdall i feel like had such a minor role in this movie, even though he's such an important character. And like later on in the movies, I mean, it's Idris Elba, and he's like barely used in this movie at all. Yeah, and he is like a top-notch, phenomenal actor. And he's had like, and he has like maybe like five scenes and like ten lines of dialogue. Yeah, and I, I think it, I was thinking um, that I was thinking kind the same thing with Natalie Portman. Um, I like her character a lot. I really like her in this movie. Uh, but I did think I do. I was thinking I yeah. do appreciate that she is going to be like the, the like, 
Lady Thor, the female version of Thor in uh, Love and Thunder, because yeah. she's Natalie Portman. She's kind of, I think, too good to be just the uh, like the love interest. Yeah, and the damsel. And I again, like, I think she's she's a really fun character. She's like very passionate. She's a nerd. She's like, like she's a, she's like the she's also like the brains of her operation. Like I. I oh, think she's a really great character, so I'm not like crapping on it for her being like the love interest because it is a she is a solid love interest. I just think like she is like Natalie Portman. She is it is at the root of it a love interest. So she is more than that. So I am kind of glad that she is she's she evolves in the next one as well as in, you know going to be in Thor four. So yeah. Um... Yeah, it's also kind of fun seeing like the dynamic between her and and uh, uh, Skarsgård and uh, Kat, Kat Dennings. Dennings. They, they just have like <laughs> I I think I Darcy think I love is... Kat Dennings in this, and I, and I love her, and I love her in one. Can there just be well. another show um, of Darcy Wu and Monica Rambeau? <laughs> unless there is, unless there's already plans yes, for please. one. I have no idea, but just their core dynamic of like Skarsgård as kind of like a, a, a paternal like father figure to the group uh Darcy kind of being like the grounded kind of stubborn uh uh but like level-headed one of the group and uh Kat Dennings just being like the the teenager that doesn't know what they're doing even though it's like wait why did you apply for this job it's like i needed the intern credits and then yeah that's great she she, there's i was i was so surprised to see that she's in it it's like she's a doctor now it's like i was thinking that because i remember she showed up in wandavision and i was like wait wasn't she like not the joke there is that she's completely like unqualified but she was the only applicant and 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 uh and here she says like yeah i'm not a science major i'm a political science major and then in one division she's like i mean she clearly she had she's got her she's a doctor she has at least her doctorate that is several years i mean she was in college i guess at the time so the time frame but like and she's clearly really good at what she does because the second she shows up they find out that, oh, wow, it's like broadcasting from inside. I, I don't see how anybody else could not have figured that out, though. But regardless, that's a whole other thing. But, yeah. but, um, who knows? But Skarsgård is, I mean, he's Scar, he's, uh, Bill Skarsgård. He's not Bill Skarsgård. That's the other one. Al, what? Alexander's the other one. It's, What's it? Um, Ste- <sighs> Stellan! Uh, I will say Stefan. Look at Stefan. Stellan, yes. <laughs> it's not Stefan. There is well, isn't there? Yeah, there is a Stefan. I think I, maybe I there's know. so many. I know there's a Gustav. <laughs> there's so there, there's there's just Skarsgård just crawling out of the walls at this point. They're everywhere. They're <laughs> they're they're they're, a, they're a big family, and like many of them are actors. Uh, but anyway, he yeah. okay. So he's in like in real life, he's Swedish, and. I, I, okay, I was just getting, like, so this was another slight issue I was having where I felt like things were happening a little too coincidentally. Like, he is saying, like, oh, no, 
he's this guy's crazy he's talked about the bifrost and the frost giants and odin these are stories i heard from i when i was a kid it's like oh how convenient that somebody is aware of like this mythology which i don't think really did anything other than but then he's in the library and he sees like the kids book of this information and i'm not against i wasn't against both of those things it just seemed a little too coincidental I mean, to be fair, like, I was, like, really into Greek mythology yeah. as a kid. I do remember, like, a lot of those stories and, like, a lot of, like, Egyptian myth. Like, I, right. I'm aware of, like, some of, like, Norse mythology, so it's not, like, that big of a stretch. Like, I do remember, like, going to the library as a kid and getting a children's book of, like, the Twelve Labors of Hercules and, like, reading, like, a, there was, like, a condensed version of the, the, the story of the Odyssey that was written by the same author who did the magic what? books, and she condensed it into like, yeah, no, she she, oh. and, uh, I think it was like Mary, it was like Mary Osborne, yeah, I think was the author. I yeah. could be completely wrong. I just remember the last name was Osborne, and she condensed the Odyssey into like, like seven or like nine short stories of like several labors. Like, oh, here is him, like first leaving the island and encountering the island of the cyclops which is like the son of poseidon and, and tricking him and, and blinding him and uh getting uh, uh stuck on cersei's island and ha- and his men being turned into animals and uh of him finally getting back to ithaca but being turned into an old man and having to prove to his wife and son like it was like a whole thing but it's like i remember that very vividly even though i have not read those stories in decades yeah yeah um i i have not i probably haven't like like read those stories since i was in like maybe third yeah. grade but i remember those very vividly but so it's like it's not that like yeah it is kind of a stretch that is like inconvenient that he just that's happens to know right all this stuff about right. norse mythology but yeah I, I totally see where you're coming from but it's not that big of a stretch because like I mean, I know all this just about Yeah, then I see where you're coming from. That's that is I I yeah, and it's not again. It's yeah, it's not, and that's I that was I something I noticed con- throughout this movie was just there were a lot of just those. It's not a stretch for them to figure this out, but it's like that missing little detail that makes it like like it's believable, but like. So that was my issue with it. But actually, it doesn't, it surprises me. It, there's not in Marvel. So we have Thor, who is of Norse uh, mythology. Isn't there Moon Knight that's yeah. coming to Disney Plus? And that's like based on like an, it's someone who has powers from like an Egyptian god. I'm surprised there isn't one of Greek mythology. That one I sounds th- awesome. And I'm really pumped for that. But I'm surprised there isn't one based in Greek. Well, I, 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 I do remember like an old interview with um, Stan Lee kind of addressing that on um, why he decided to make Thor because at the time uh, there were like a lot of like very popular like like Greek mythology was like very popular like everyone knew like Hercules Zeus like all of that and there were several comics of like Greek characters <coughs> sorry um, and in DC Comics, they, they kind of integrated Greek mythology into Wonder Woman's mythos oh, with like, the Amazons, yeah. and there there's like some like versions where she's like the daughter of uh, of either Ares or Hades, I don't remember which, 
but there's like some interpretations where she's like literally the daughter of a god um which is why she's as powerful as she is and her inner interacting with several gods and other like uh, uh members of like that entire mythos um so I remember Stanley saying that he wanted to kind of stray away from the norm because he didn't want it to just kind of be lost in like obscurity or, or any other uh, uh, copyright, potential copyright infringement is like, Oh no, like DC did this first. Like you you're just clearly copying. This is, this is clearly a rip off. And so he decided to go with like another, like uh, a public domain uh, mythos that he could kind of expand upon. And he chose Thor because no one really did that much with Norse mythology. Um, and I guess the rest is history from that point. He, he, he clearly made the that best makes, decision. Okay, that makes sense. Because, yeah, like, people know less about Norse mythology. And Egyptian, It's I feel like it, Egypt's kind of that weird, like... Like, everyone's very familiar with Greek mythology. Like, even if you're not into it, everybody is somewhat has yeah. somewhat of a... Uh, like, a foundation base of it. But, like... A little yeah even even if it's just like through exactly. like the hercules movie you at least have like you you at least know like the key names and in, egypt in that uh like slightly less like i don't really know myths i know more like i know n- some names of gods but i'm not like it's not a forte I, but yeah 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 i like i know i know like raw and anubis and bast and like a couple other gods here and there i couldn't tell you what some of them are the gods Bast of, is the but cat goddess. yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I <laughs> yes, and I think they're the god of the moon. May- I think they're like the lunar god, or maybe oh that's Thoth. no, Thoth is uh, knowledge. Thoth is knowledge. Okay, he's the hawk. That is no, that's raw. Anyway, but yeah, anyway, um, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think if if like let's say they did go down the path of like doing greek mythology it would have to be a very minor god for it to work i think yet choosing uh nordic is again makes more sense because people are less familiar with it but if they were gonna go the greek way it would have had to have been like something super minor whereas thor is a major god in nordic mythology yet again like he had in north yeah yeah he's like yeah yeah he's like one of like the big three that everyone knows about it's odin Loki, and thor like there's a couple other ones and i i genuinely don't remember a lot of the other i <laughs> just know what is in thor at, that is it three. and thor... <laughs> sorry you go like i um like i part of me thinks that the um thor's group of friends i forget what he calls the group it's uh like there's like lady Siv, there's like fandral and Oh god, what were not Heimdall? It was like it started with like is it Volstead? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, but I I think that like they were like minor gods in like the the, the Norse mythos, and that like that's and since like they're always like hanging out with like Thor and like Loki and all of that, that's why they were like worshipped as minor gods. Like I I honestly don't remember. Uh, because I, I know so little about Norse mythology, I might just be totally making this up. But um, I also thought it was really funny between Thor one, two, and like three when when we see like his group of friends, the casting changes of a couple of them is is 
so funny to me because they're such minor characters that I genuinely didn't realize that they were casted differently until someone pointed it out because I've seen Thor 1 and 2 like maybe like once or twice prior to Yeah, um yeah. Um it it it, it was just really funny as just like Oh yeah, that's 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 the dude from yeah, it's, Chuck. It's that's Zachary Chuck. Lee he, he's playing. Yeah. He, he's playing. And then yeah, in yeah, this Zachary one is Josh Lee. Dallas, who yeah. couldn't reprise his role because he went on to be Prince Charming in Once Upon a Time, and I thought that was hilarious that they replaced him with Zachary Levi, who is the voice of a you know air quotes Disney prince, and so I'm like ah crisscross. Um. Yeah, no, yeah, it's just, it's, he's, they're replaced for a second, and then they all, and then they die, so it's not even, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was just really funny that it's like, it, it was just really funny, it's like, you guys can just find, like, a look-alike or, or something, like, real quick, like, they're not even, like, important to the second yeah. and third story. Uh, yeah. It, it, I just thought that was really funny, and it, it makes me laugh now looking back at it. It's like, how did I not notice this? It's like, oh right, they do not, they do jack shit. Well, this no one they're more relevant. The next one, no. Well, oh, this, the, yeah, this world. one they have. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm talking, I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking like Dark World. They're in like yeah. two scenes total, and like three minutes of, of Thor uh, Ragnarok where they all. Oh, I thought killed. they got killed. Oh no, it is Ragnarok. Uh, I thought it was Dark World for some reason. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Right. Hella and all of her, her. I don't even think that. I don't even think the Drago show up. I think just Hella just shows so, up, kills them all. I think <laughs> this entire. I was thinking about this. To me, Thor is is like Guardians of the Galaxy in the sense of there is so much more going on and so many different types of ca- characters and types of characters like that. I find it almost like. It's like you're getting so much information. It's not hard to follow the story. It's just remembering all these names, remembering like no. so Thor and like Gardens are actually very, very basic like stories, but like the world is just so complicated. But uh yeah. It it is. I yeah, the I, I and I honestly like appreciate what this movie did for the rest of the MCU and and guardians although i think guardians kind of did this story a bit better but i think that's mainly because they've had a lot of time and other movies under their belt to kind of work out a formula that kind of works out a bit more but it's it's a very like you said it's a very basic pretty easy to understand story but it just expands the entire universe in a way that you weren't expecting it to of like, oh, you think it's like another plane of existence? Like, no, it's technically like yeah. It, I was gonna ask it, it, it's, that. Like, uh, it, yeah, it, it like they're like they're ten, yeah, they're like technically aliens from another planet that just age extremely slowly, which is why humans like perceive them as like immortal gods. Um, and it, it it's just really cool how even though like it's something like as weird as a Valhalla themed alien planet exists in the same world as a talking tree that only knows three words. It's like, 
it, it seems so bizarre when you say things like out of context like that, but because of these movies and how they lay out the groundwork, they make it seem as plausible as possible, regardless of how ridiculous the the, the creatures or the names or, or general locations, everything might be. And I just think that's one of the reasons why the MCU is as popular as it is, is because of how well connected and how well um, explained and detailed the universe is uh, just like Star Wars and how like intricate that is of like how everything kind of interacts with everything and how every, even like the most minor characters have like these crazy stories that you want to get uh, uh, fall into and read about for hours. Yeah. On um, it, this movie so yeah this movie and iron man and captain america they do like very beautifully lay out the groundwork for everything that's to come and thor i mean we we've been talking kind of about how there are some there are like minor issues nothing like major that i consider it problematic um but this is subjected by kenneth brana and this is i i think a very beautiful movie like visually, uh, I think Asgard looks incredible. I think uh, I love the oh, town. Yeah. I love just the the general like vibe and feel of the movie. It it does have that heroic aspect, but I think because of the setting, it's set in this middle of nowhere town. There is some and where like obviously it makes sense because like that's where like the by the not the by yeah the Bifrost that's where like he lands and there's that. Uh, mythical connection yeah. and it's just like open skies there is something very beautiful about the whole thing um but i was i when i was watching i was kind of like holy shit asgard and like the like the that like path between like asgard and like where the not the it's it's, it's not the bifrost or is it it's like before they get to what's his name yeah the rainbow bridge oh, the, the rainbow yeah. bridge it's like Heimdall? it's all just very beautiful yeah. and very visually appealing yeah it, yeah it's it's like glittering and it, it like ripples out like there's like water underneath the surface yeah. like every time someone like walks on it i thought that was re- like a really cool effect it has like this shimmery almost yeah almost watery effect while, as they're walking on this like yeah almost, like crystal like surface it's, yeah and it's and even um even the design for like the what's the frost giant planet called again uh it, it's like it's like a okay, different yeah, it, like plane it's like i can't yeah, yeah. i yeah they I, all all the names kind of blur together because there's like midgard which is earth there's asgard which is asgard then there's like there's like the plan for like the the fire giants the frost giants there's like the dark elves which is like we is an explained to like the second movie um Oh God, I genuinely um, don't remember yeah. now. <laughs> it's a, something, yeah, yeah, something yeah. that ends with guard. Um, I'm assuming. <laughs> and so, like, actually, so there's uh, quickly jump into the movie. Um, Thor is about to be crowned king, and just as he's about to be crowned king, the uh, some of the frost giants break in and try to steal the what? What do you? <laughs> Yes, it's the Tesseract. I don't the, even. The Tesseract. 
Yeah, and uh, they it's, fail, it's basically, and yeah. Thor is like, we'll go fight them, and Odin's like, no, you're just seeking war for the hell of it, and, you know, Loki plants the seed of, like, you're right, like, we totally should, and no, no, we shouldn't, so they all go there and cause a bunch of trouble. It's kind of like, uh, it's like that scene in Lion King, where Simba and Nala are, you know, a good, the, just because you're brave doesn't they, just because they, you're brave they want to go to the, the elephant graveyard it's basically that same scene um but this <laughs> i was thinking about this whole movie so we find out that loki is a frost giant technically and he odin found him as a baby and yeah. kind of thought oh maybe our worlds could be united through through loki and so he figures this out when he goes to the like realm and one of the frost chains grabs him and his skin just starts to turn blue and then like he touches the tesseract when he gets back to asgard and the same thing happens and i'm more just confused is it what makes him not look like the other frost giants is it they're all i was just getting so mixed up i'm like is it the whole Um them stealing the tesseract is what makes them look this way is it like warmth like no i i i i think he looks the way he does is it's explained it's well it's not really explained why he he looks human or as guardian um i i think it's implied that since his mom is a witch and he is like a master of like um like you know magic and and all kinds of like visual trickery and all that is that his mom placed like an enchantment or or some kind of uh, spell on him to make him look the way he does and i'm sure that loki at some point has like either like dropped this illusion uh unintentionally and has looked like a frost giant to like either like freak out um his friends or thor or something like that and just assumed this wasn't, uh, like, and and just assumed that was like an illusion that he put up, and then reapplied the illusion that his mother put on to make himself look like he he thinks that he normally looks like to make him look himself look like Loki instead of a frost giant. Um, I I just think it was just some kind of like weird mind game like that that his his mother and father put on him. It's like this is what you look like. If you look at anything else, you have the ability to change yourself to make yourself look back to how you you are when you were born. Um, and I, I I really wish that they had some kind of scene or or some kind of like bit of dialogue that that kind of mm-hmm. confirms that theory that I have. But as of right now, there there really isn't anything. Maybe we'll kind of get something a little bit more in the the new Loki show on disney plus but at this point i kind of doubt it considering how how much loki we've seen is loki i remember when i started watching the flash and i was telling my sister i'm like i just think with dc villains versus marvel villains dc villains seem to be a lot more like ridiculous and i don't mean that necessarily as an insult i mean that just like they're they are a little more they're they're more ridiculous they're louder they're uh, uh, they're obscure. They're they're a, they're a lot more. Saturday yes. Whereas, and time. my sister's like, well, I mean, well, because Marvel, I mean, Loki's just so adorable that you can't take him seriously. 
<laughs> and Loki is, I feel like, a, he's what I would call, on uh, if, if he was a character on Once Upon a Time, he is the villain in the half, and how the seasons are divided up into decent villain or complainy villain. Like, I understand why they're doing all this, but they're just, it just seems like they're whining and complaining. And it's like, just like, it just, it doesn't come off like intimidating. It just comes off as annoying. And he, I feel like is a decent version of that. Like, I understand he, he feels that he is, but Odin makes it clear. No, I didn't tell you because we love you. Like you're our son. Like he definitely feels second best to Thor, whether or not it was his parents doing and he also like then he finds out the truth about himself and this part i did find really weird he or kind of lame when he wants odin to tell him the truth and then he's just so angry he yells at him and then odin just like falls and i'm like really like if it was like he accidentally used power on him or something but like he just fell i i I think it was just like this strain and like the guilt on odin of like having just banished thor and then having to confront loki about his actual lineage kind of just became too much for him i I, that that's how i interpreted that scene but it is it is also kind of weird that like loki's kind of like the favorite dc villain um yeah because it it, i mean it, it is interesting because i i i did point this out, I believe, in like our, our Iron Man video um, of the best villains in in a story don't view themselves as villains. They think that they, to their core, are fundamentally yes. right. And his main goal is to he genuinely thinks that like the world, like I, I'm I'm kind of pulling the example from the Avengers is that he genuinely thinks that he will do a better job of protecting Earth by subjugating and ruling over it. He thinks that under his rule, Earth will prosper and they won't have war. They'll let they'll he'll limit their freedom so that way they won't be so uh, prone to the violence that Thor in his younger years was prone to of them just constantly fighting with. Uh, every minor inconvenience and problem that they had, like the Frost Giants. I mean, granted, Loki was the one who got that wheel turning, yeah. but still, it was it was his way of proving that, like, hey, Thor. It is like it. In all fairness, Loki did very little to push him. He, he Thor was ready to jump the gun at any point. He just got like a little bit of like words of encouragement it's like hey if you're fighting i'll fight yeah. with you let's go um it, it he genuinely just thinks that he would be a better ruler than just some oaf that thinks with his fist before his brain and that that makes him uh, a very interesting villain and he is also a very tragic backstory of uh my entire life has been a lie I'm not who I've been told I am. I'm not even the same yeah. species of my family, if I can even call them that now. So that makes him also kind of sympathetic and uh, a little deserve a little uh, pity because of that. Uh, whereas you got someone like Red Skull who is like, sup, I'm a Nazi. I'm such an evil Nazi that I kill other Nazis that don't work for me, and I'm going to blow up the entire planet so I can rule it. It's like, Okay, yeah, you have like no redeeming qualities. It's like, whatsoever. yeah, there. I I agree. There's the villains that 
I, I agree. Like, there's either a villain that has no redeeming qualities, but they're, like, really enjoyable to watch uh, or read or whatever. And then there are the ones that... Yeah. Because as an audience, we always want to relate. Like, and Loki is relatable. Um, does he do things <laughs> that you shouldn't do? Yeah. But, but like, I don't... I think it's just kind of... It does bother me a little that he definitely feels second best. But, like, his dad's like, no, we we love you. It's just... And it's... Maybe, yeah, maybe subconsciously Odin Ness didn't necessarily want Loki on the throne because of the Frost... Because he is a Frost giant and Thor is his actual biological son. But, you know, I, I believe... Yeah. I can totally believe that. But, um... I, I don't know. It just it seems Loki's storyline is in over the course of the story. It makes sense, but it is in terms of the information he found out and how he processes it. It all does seem happen. It does seem to happen a little quick, but not like abnormally quick. Like it does spread out over the course of the movie. Um, but also, this isn't his movie. It's about Thor, so that makes makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it is also just kind of, kind of, like, like, just bad parenting on, on part of, uh, of Odin of, like, at least not telling him, kind of getting, like, Loki's hopes up of, like, one day, like, you can be on the throne of, like, why would you even tell him that if you have no intention of putting him on the throne whatsoever? You have yeah. gotten his hopes up for years saying that like yeah you you can be up there when like you know damn well you're gonna put thor up there even though he's technically not even your firstborn uh, and, oh yeah, right because we got hella oh for that. well i you, mean you kind of buried her yeah that yeah, wasn't you, you, that wasn't the wrong choice yeah yeah i mean it wasn't yeah. the wrong <laughs> choice but i feel like there could have been like like you could have at least told your son and adopted son that Hey, you got a sister. She's crazy, rather than like her just showing up in the beginning of Ragnarok. It's like, who are you? It's like, I'm your sister. It's like, I'm oh, yeah. sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> just like, move. Oh, all right, well. moving on. Um, I wanted so Thor. I was thinking, I is Chris Hemsworth. It looks like. There are some parts of the movie where he's wearing a wig and other times where it looks just like his hair. And I, I never noticed this before. Even his eyebrows are dyed blonde. Yeah, his eyebrows are dyed blonde, which I think they changed which was the right like call. every movie since then. So it makes watching this... It's because yes, really he is supposed weird. to look like kind of like that cartoon-esque. Um, uh, version of a god with that i i it is the correct look it just looks weird yeah. even if you are blonde they're not it doesn't look right it, it his darker right. eyebrows look way better <laughs> i i never noticed that until yeah. this movie and i'm like his eyebrows um, are like yeah. the exact same color as hair yeah it, it is just kind of weird and yeah a little goofy looking um but yeah, no, it it is just kind of funny seeing the general like co like 
wardrobe change, if you can even call it that. I guess that's more of a makeup change between the uh, the remaining movies. Um, as well as, like, the general character development that he gets in this one of just, like, how he's just kind of, like, brash and still acts like he's on Asgard. New Mexico. Like this... it, it's like, is he in, like, New, New Mexico, Mexico yeah. or is he in Arizona? But, I keep yeah, forgetting. That... New Mexico, okay. This entire... Okay, I... I, I <laughs> the I'm entire, like, see, like, okay, he gets, uh, he arrives on Earth and uh, Natalie Portman and and Kat Denning accidentally hit him with their car. Gets they then bring him to the hospital. <laughs> he then has to be like sedated because he's you know beating everybody up. He then later escapes and they decide, okay, well we're gonna go look for him because we need him. And they hit him with their car again. And then I just the that diner scene is so great the oh this is good another <laughs> just smashes his mug and then a few minutes later uh darcy's like she, he doesn't even yeah. bat an eye at this she's like this is going on facebook holds up her phone smile and he just smiles like a little kid and then we just move right along <laughs> yeah and then and then he goes to a, a pet store it's like i need a horse like we don't have any of that well what do you have cats and <laughs> Maybe one of those bit large enough for me look, to ride. Like, uh, <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> this guy, that, that pet store owner, he's just trying to get by, and then some guy comes in demanding a horse or a giant fish or dog, I guess. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, Why not? <laughs> so later, when. So his hammer arrives after him, and. Then there's, like, you know, that entire sequence of all these, like, truckers and, like, drunk guys, like, trying to pull the hammer out. And Stan Lee, but... And, and Stan Lee. You but can't forget the, about uh, the Stan the, the part, Man The first Lee. guy that comes to pull, he he's just driving, and it doesn't even look like he stumbles upon it. It looks like he knew exactly where he was going. And I'm like, how did you know where that was? Like, what... What possessed you to drive out here? It's one thing if he drove right past it and then like, huh, what's this? But he just drove like he was already headed to there, and that that bo- that bothered me. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. It, like crash. I'm sure. I'm sure. It just like crashing like a, a rather like uh, seemingly yeah like, okay so common area. It, like it's a small town where there's clearly like one street. There's a, there's only so many places where you can like sneak off and like have a beer without yeah. your like wife knowing about it or something like that. Um, and I'm sure I'm sure like that was like something. And from what we've seen, it's like relatively Someone close to, to the town, so it's not that unheard of for for or that unbelievable for someone to have like noticed like, hey, I saw something fall from the sky the other day. I'm gonna go drive over there and investigate, and that's probably why he somehow stumble upon it like with like pinpoint accuracy i mean like uh uh agent colson like shows up uh and is like hey we found it and like that whole thing um which this was actually like one of my favorite things about um colson uh is prior to this movie they, they were like promoting it with this short like this marvel short of like phil colson driving there and like he, he fills up his car with gas at a gas station and he goes in and he's like debating between like <laughs> these like two packets of like do I want the chocolate donuts or do I want the powdered donuts of like these like like small like little hostess things and he's like in the back of the convenience store 
and these two guys come in and they're they're robbing the place and he yeah they're, they're robbing the place and like phil's just like huh he puts the donuts down and it's like uh hey uh do you want my wallet it's like yeah yeah, yeah. like uh, put the wallet on the counter it's like okay um i have a gun too and they immediately look like wait what they turn point his gun in here at him it's like oh yeah no like i got a gun in like my coat pocket do you want me to pull it out or do you want to pull it out it's like i they're just so confused by the fact that this man just admitted that he has a gun it's like you're not gonna use it on us like no it's like so i I think one of them reaches into his coat he like you know like busts his wrist and like knocks him out and then throws out the other guy and he like de-escalates the situation knocks them both out hands the shotgun to the lady and then he buys both the packs of donuts like and then as he's leaving, the lady's like, wait, what do I tell him? Just tell him that those Thai bow classes really paid off for you. And then he just drives away. It's like, this is why we love you, Phil. This is why we love you. <laughs> oh, like, God. And this you, is Phil. also the 20, what, the 20, 30 second introduction to Hawkeye yeah, in this movie. But, it just seemed like yeah, that entire yeah. sequence was just, like, set <laughs> up to introduce like him. One scene. Like, like, it's like, like it, it could have. I don't know. He could have. I don't know. It just. It seemed there was oh, so much. He had so much action, and then just like him of him just up there, and then like I'm starting to root for this guy. I did like that whole part. It just seemed like there's a lot of 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 him, like the him his back to the camera. Like they're not showing his face because like we got the the big reveal of it being Hawkeye that we're not going to see him again for like two movies. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't see him again until Avengers. Yeah, it, it it is kind of funny. It's like I was like, get 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 uh Burton. I need eyes on the sky. And he like runs. You see him like heading to the armory. And it's like it's like there's like an assault rifle. There's a sniper. And then we see a bow. And you see him grab that. And it's like immediately when that happened, it's like, oh, is this Hawkeye? It's like we got another hero in the movie. <laughs> like I like like high school me like kind of was like freaking out and like geeking out it's like oh i need to i need to like research this guy a bit more because i don't remember hawkeye See, that i knew much. nothing about hawkeye the first time i saw uh, this so it was just guy with bow all i knew is that all I, yeah all i knew is like okay he's not wearing purple they changed his costume up a bit okay i like that it would have looked weird with the purple costume especially since he works with shield yeah <laughs> His costume is like traditionally like purple. He has like a like a letter H like mask, and he has like like look it up. It almost looks like he has like scales on like his his like uniform on like the top part of his his suit, and then the rest just looks like normal like cloth. And it almost looks like he has like a purple loincloth over his pants. Um, Interesting. It, it it's very weird, like almost medieval. Like I think it's supposed to be like chainmail, but it looks like scales. It like it looks it's it, it's clearly supposed to be like some kind of armor. It just are looks we talking really about still talking about Hawkeye? Kind of scaly. Because Thor Haw- has Hawkeye, like that yeah. similar kind of yeah it, scale s chainmail. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, wait, yeah, yeah, but it's not I mean, bright. No, yeah, but it's, it's not, not bright purple. <laughs> <laughs> which makes me think this like that this this looks like some kind of like th- did you skin a lizard for that like what the <laughs> hell <laughs> you know <laughs> uh yeah it, ju- it just looks kind of silly when it's not a natural right. color like that um i mean with thor it's like it, it's just it's yeah just metal. yeah 
it's, it's it, yeah it's it, it's just a silver medal it's like okay yeah that's what that's supposed to look like and then we got like this like flamboyantly purple like like scale male <laughs> I, I guess is what it would be uh which just looks kind of goofy but oh well i mean i'm glad that they definitely updated both his costume and thor's costume yeah. uh because i i i am kind of glad that they they ditched the the winged helmet. Yeah, it, it, it looked. I, I always, yeah. I always thought that looked kind of silly. Yeah, like there's there's been a couple instances where it looks kind of badass, but like for the most part, it's like I can do with it. It looks kind of yeah, it looks ridiculous. Um, it's, I mean, I, this is it's just funny because this entire we talked about this with Iron Man. This this movie as well is just like the beginning of this entire major franchise. And so there's all these things that happen that are so different now. And so, yeah, his winged helmet, I'm like, this looks... And his, like, very blonde hair, like, all of it just looks kind of ridiculous. And thank God it it upgraded. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Um, Yeah, no, it it is kind of cool. But uh, I am kind of glad that they stuck with Loki's, like, horned, like, antler helmet. Cause that, that's very something like akin to the comics, and I always thought this like that was such like an iconic look for him in like the comics and like the TV shows and stuff that I saw him in. And it's like if they change that, like I was trying to like wrap my head around of like how do they update that to make it still seem like as iconic as it is? Because it seems like whenever we see him, he's like that. That's like his like main like armor. It, it's just so like yeah. You can't picture anyone else wearing that helmet. No, is, is no, especially that scene in Avengers. I mean, many scenes in Avengers, but that particular scene where he's trying to get everybody yeah. to bow to him and he's wearing it. It's so... Oh, yeah, yeah, in, in that, Germany. And there is yeah. just, like, everything about that from, like, just everything about that sequence and, and especially with the helmet, it does, it is, it's like, it is a nice trademark for him. And I, yeah, I'm glad that that stayed. It's like they kept, they, it's like they got rid of the weird stuff and they kept the, this is the, this is, this is good. This is great. And they just either made it better yeah. or just it stayed the same. Um, I, we should talk about, so uh, Thor and Jane, because we, we talked about Jane, we talked about Thor, but we didn't really talk about them together. And yeah. Yeah, they had some very, I, I, I don't want to say forced chemistry, but it just felt like it was kind of... Came out of nowhere, a little. It, yeah, it, it, it kind of felt forced. It, 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 it really did kind of feel forced for the sake of this needs to happen, but it felt a lot more genuine in, in the Dark World. Oh, yes, exactly. And see, that's why I like Dark World, because I really like Jane, and I do like them together. I do agree that... Up until the, she does seem to kind of like have a crush on him when it's like, it, it just seems like you don't really know him. And I mean, he's hot, but he's kind of weird. <laughs> like, I, I, like, yeah. um, and you did hit him with a car toy. So I did, he might sue you later. I did love though that scene of, um, I remember the first or like the second time I watched this, I think I felt like Thor didn't have. It wasn't that he had poor character development. I just felt like 
it took a jump like he suddenly just became nice and then i was watching it then when i was watching it this time i'm like oh actually nope i was wrong i mean maybe a little bit but not really i think his progression of being kind of a jerk to being a much nicer person is uh it flows pretty well but i do love love the scene of when he and jane are outside and he's like explaining to him and she and he's explained to her i mean the uh the different, the different realms um yeah it's there is this like it's it's one of those that's one of those elements that i think makes this movie beautiful not just like even though that's not necessarily i mean it's vi- it's, it's visually appealing because they're next to a fire and like next to like this like beautiful open sky like that part's great but there is that that science slash like mystic element that just i think work they do work well together in this built movie and, oh absolutely yeah. um it, it is a good uh uh baseline for the relationship um it just it does feel like in this movie it, it just felt like it needed to happen because that's what's expected yeah, from yeah. Like, the audience yeah um but in in general i do feel like after a while because because he's only there for like less than a week and they're already like oh like i love you it's like really like yeah. we got a whole movie of like of of tony and pepper and like they didn't that like nothing happened with them and they were they've been together they've known each other for years at this point and this movie and that movie takes place over the course of a few months and there's like a lot of like chemistry between the two of them like whether yeah. intentional or unintentional on their part yeah but it just felt like that that makes more sense and then there's like uh uh captain america and and and, and peggy is like okay yeah no this is a believable like scenario like there's been more time to develop their relationship they're they're both professional and potentially romantic ones their feelings for each other have been more fleshed out whereas this one's like hi i've known you for three days you hit me with a car once or twice and i've broken a mug and i'm wearing your ex's shirt you want to make it out it's like really yeah um i think i think it part of that i think is that we don't get a lot we don't know a ton about jane we know what kind of person she is and i think as a character i think she's like a three-dimensional character but we don't really know a ton about like we get through pieces like oh her dad and uh stone scars used to work together but like yeah we don't and and, and she had like yeah. an ex that was like also a, a researcher or, or some kind of doctor we, we, yeah. we don't really get much information other than the fact that she still has his clothes and she clearly um, has a type if they're the only stuff that fits him <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah it's like i like muscly brainy type but um it's like it's like i guess thor falls in that category because he knows a bunch of stuff you don't i guess that uh, i guess that's the only qualification i think i just was just like stuff that jake yeah. doesn't <laughs> i think i just because we know a little bit and we know kind of enough, but I think there is like that scene of him talking about like all the different realms and like, like, like he's from Asgard. I and love all that. that scene, by the way. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I love that scene. I just, I cannot remember the names of the different realms that he, that he, he goes the about because fr- they all uh, sound yeah. the same. Earth, Asgard, uh, frost giant, 
place and uh yeah yeah we got we got midgard we got asgard we got helheim we got skarsgard they <laughs> yeah we got the realm of skarsgard is is bleeding through into all the other realms though um but i think we needed a scene of maybe her talking about like i mean i get she's her, about her she, past her past her like she's she, she's clearly like really passionate about her work and when shield comes and takes her stuff she's like like i built most of the equipment and so she clearly has like so much passion for what she's doing and i just kind of want to know like and it's not that it's necessarily sets it up like i don't really care that much i just think like i don't need to know it necessarily it's more that i think there would have been it would have been nice to have like we get a conversation of him talking about his world why not a little bit more i mean i get because yeah this is her world but more of a conversation yeah. of talking about like her work why is it so important to her maybe how she got into it i think it, it, they do i agree that it does seem a little forced i think by the end i kind of believe it but to, in the beginning it does seem a little like like when he kisses her hand and she's like oh my god like she's just like gushing <laughs> um i just i think what we're missing is just a little bit more the balance of okay we know about him we what's what's up with her and I think we're not yeah, getting we, it because we, 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 she's the human and we're in the human world. That's like, that's... Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I feel like she's supposed to be like the catalyst for the audience of she needs to know what the audience knows, which at this point is nothing. So that means that all the exposition that Thor gives about Asgard won't seem as forced because he's explaining it to her as well as to the audience. Yeah. So I feel like that's why she wasn't given like the backstory of her life is because the audience is supposed to resonate with her and Darcy and Skarsgård uh, through learning about Asgard and all the general information that the movie's going to give to them so that the audience can process it. So they have like all those three characters so that way it'll resonate with at least, the audience can resonate with at least one of them or, or one, two of them or if not all of them. Um, but they, they have that like kind of diverse group of like Darcy kind of being like the teenager, which would probably be like the primary audience, the the older generation who like grew up in the car the comics like back in the day, which is Skarsgård, and then there's kind of like the in between, which is Jane of, of Natalie Portman, where like everyone else would 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 kind of fall into so like probably like the the boomers would kind of like uh, resonate with her or Skarsgård. Um, which I think is kind of like when I when you kind of think about it like that, kind of makes more sense on why they have these three widely different people of like widely different um, age brackets all working together in a, a cohesive unit when the only like familiar relations that they have with each other is Skarsgård worked with Jane's yeah. dad at some point. Um, I mean that is that is so, yeah. solid. Like I appreciate them saying that. So it's like. How do they know each other? Okay, so it's it's like they're yeah. they're like family friend. Like okay, like they. I'm not saying they don't they don't they do a yeah. And I, I think you made a. I think you're on point. Um, and I think it's they're all in entertaining enough characters that I like watching them. It's just to make the relationship a little bit more realistic. We need a little bit more. But then again, I mean, we don't really get that necessarily from pepper 
but the movie's not necessarily pushing them together in Iron Man. Yeah, no, it, it, it's it's heavily implying, yeah. and there's like enough time and and energy has been developing their characters as well as their relationship and just personalities. So it does seem a bit more fleshed out when there is that payoff in in Iron Man Two of them eventually getting together and and moving forward with their relationship and and all their ups and downs. Um, it's hard. It is. It's but, really hard because. I, we, because it's it's like I I totally agree with everything we're saying and how like there is that fine line of sometimes a character is written well enough that you don't need more from them and then sometimes it, they're not written well and you need way more and Jane is like I again like I, I keep saying this I think they're she's giving enough that it's it barely suffices and like. Yeah, yeah, she she's been given like the bare minimum in terms of like character development and and uh just screen time to to really develop her character because the focus is primarily on it, it keeps bouncing back and forth between Thor and Loki because this is just as much his story as it is Thor because he is such a pivotal character in this movie and and in like the other movies moving forward because He's like one of like the few Marvel villains that shows up in more than one movie. Most of most of the Marvel villains either die or have like maybe like a cameo in another movie. Yeah. Like, like uh, uh, Thanos prior to this. Like Thanos has like the most like screen time of any villain in like the Marvel universe because he's been in the most movies. Like he's been in like Infinity War. He's been in uh Avengers. He's been in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's been in Endgame. He's been in all of those. And then there's Loki and then I guess Red Skull and then everyone else is is dead before the credits roll on their first movie yeah um yeah there isn't the only thing that about in terms of growth the only growth uh Jane has is kind of realizing like there is it's it she's an astrophysicist so basically what she thought or what she thinks she knows is way more complicated and you know she might learn that it's 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 there's there is magic and there is science and like it's more of like her awareness change her horizons broaden it's and yeah the focus is more thor yeah. like he fully like changes from arrogant asshole to like decent person tell lightning mcqueen ka-chow <laughs> um yeah so I think overall, I do like this movie. Um, I I think we both said that it is definitely, out of all of them, like, it's not the best of the Thor movies. Uh, it's not bad. Yeah, it is definitely it, not a bad movie. No. Uh, it just... Yeah. Our, we've kind of up our minor it's, issues. It's, it's, it's a, yeah, it, it, yeah it's, it's a good um, origin story. It's, it's a solid one. And this is back when, like the 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 formula that like Marvel had set up was still kind of fluctuating. There wasn't really a formula set up because the only movies that they had on, in their wheelhouse at this point was Iron Man, which again, that was a solid movie, probably like one of the best ones that they made of uh, in in terms of phase 1, and then there was Incredible Hulk, which 
people kind of scatter on if it should even really count when it mm-hmm. does. It, that is technically a part of the MCU, but no one it's, it's Edward really Norton, not up because uh, of, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's not Mark Ruffalo, um, which is also kind of weird. But I mean, it's like it's not like we don't count uh, Iron Man one because of the casting changes from from. Uh, uh, Oh my god, why am I blanking on his name? For War Machine, for, oh, for, uh, for Rhodey's uh, character. Terrence Howard and Terrence, Terrence Howard, Howard to, and uh, to, to John yeah, Cheadle. John Cheadle. Yeah. I, I almost said Tim why. Meadows for a second. I'm like, that's wrong. Yeah, that is yeah, no. <laughs> that's a completely different person. <laughs> yeah. Um anyway. Tim Meadows. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah. Um, uh Definitely give this one a watch if you haven't seen it yet. And if you haven't seen it yet, then why the hell are you listening to a podcast on it? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, definitely a fun, good intro to a very popular character and very fun characters for the rest of the MCU for, for um, on Loki's part. And hopefully we'll see a lot more of him in the new Disney show, Loki, which should be coming out at some point, I don't remember when. Winter uh, Soldier and Falcon is, or Falcon and Winter Soldier is this month, right? Or actually, I think it's this week. No, that's it's coming out um, on on. Uh... Yeah, it's this week. <laughs> oh, it is this week. I thought it was coming out it, on the thirty first. Oh, it. Oh, when this? I think it's the seventeenth. So when this airs, it would have been out for like a day. I think. I thought it comes out the seventeenth. It, no, it wouldn't. I it, think. No, it's it's either coming out on the nineteenth or the the thirty first. I could have sworn it was the thirty first. I, I swear I saw seventeenth. I don't Wait. think it's coming out on. St. Oh night! Oh nineteenth! It is the night. It oh, is the nineteenth. It is Friday. It's coming out on my I don't, birthday. I I swear I saw the seventeenth. Oh, I, I'm get, I'm getting my dates wrong. mixed up with this. I, uh. King Kong vs. Godzilla is coming out on the 31st. That's what I was... I'm, I'm really excited for that. Yes, I can understand how you can confuse the two. I, they're both... I'm. It's been a long quarantine, okay? <laughs> Don't judge me. Everything's, everything's blurring together. All pop culture is blurring <laughs> together. Um, At this point, I'm not... I mean, I'm surprised uh, the Rose family hasn't popped up on an episode of... Uh, Star Wars Rebels, like I, everything's just blurring together. I mean, how far into it are you? I'm season four. I'm like the beginning of season four. Okay, there's still time. <laughs> okay. All right. Who on, knows uh, I guess on uh, that note, I'm Kevin Tracy. I'm Samantha Thomason. Please uh, like, subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and Stitcher. Uh, Spotify, wherever you get your Spotify. That's the other one. Like where, you know, those places. Yeah. All right. Uh, take care, everyone. Uh, stay safe in quarantine. Get vaccines when you can, and uh, stay safe out there. Bye bye. <laughs>